Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Life's a Bitch, but I'm an asshole. Okay, so <laughs> this is already really problematic, isn't it, Tyson? <laughs> oh, just a little, but you okay, know, it's getting so- there. It's getting there. Um, Tyson is the guest today, and I don't even know, Tyson, what we're going to do today. I don't know, but we're going to talk a little bit about how Tyson is a fuckboy. <laughs> no, whoa, I'm joking. Whoa, I'm joking. Whoa. I'm joking. I'm joking. Tyson, introduce yourself a little bit. Um, how do you want me to do that? What do you mean? How do you talk to women? How do you say, hey, I'm Tyson, or what's up? I'm Tyson, or just just talk to us. Just talk to you. Just talk to me. <laughs> How the fuck do you want me to introduce myself? Be like, hey, I'm Tyson. Like, I'm new to this, and I don't think... Say something quirky. You're funny. <laughs> quirky. Just go, go. No. Pause. Tyson. <laughs> This is ridiculous. We're going to get there. It's going to be great. I told you we're going to have to get a nice five minutes of just a bunch of bullshit out and then we're going to be good. This is bullshit, Tyson. Okay, guys, Tyson is a little bit shy and he doesn't know how Whoa. to speak. <laughs> no, 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 no. Girls are going to fall in love with your voice. Uh, you yeah. stress me out. You know that? I don't stress you out. You stress yourself out. That's Talk to also the assholes. very true. My literal fandom, we call them assholes. Oh, you already came up with that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Exactly. Yeah. So talk to the it's assholes. A hell of a fan base. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm an asshole. You know this. Yeah. Yeah. That's the reason why you're making this. Yes. So Tyson, say hello. Just say hi. I'm Tyson. <laughs> yes. Hello, hello, everybody. I'm Tyson. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Okay. Nice. That was good. So Tyson and I have been best friends for how long? I don't even know. <laughs> Fuck. Close since like grade 11. So like what, almost six years now? A little too close. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, we had a thing. Get over it, guys. It is what it is. We're best friends now. Yeah. Um, so we're going to just get into this because it's already been five minutes of bullshit. And you guys haven't seen the chaos around what happened before we started this podcast. <laughs> so, hey, let's... I'll get there. Just, just give it some time. Okay. So Tyson doesn't like to talk about himself. And I'm putting him on the spot today. Because a lot of people nowadays, especially girls, they stigmatize men as... How do I say this nicely? Trash! Trash! Fuck boys. Fuck boys. And we don't like that. We don't like that. Because where there is an immense number of fuck boys out there, and I'm not saying women are wrong, there is also an immense fuck girl population. Is that a thing, Tyson? Can I say fuck girl? I would say so. I think it's a real thing. It is a real thing. in our society, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. And I'm glad you said that. So Tyson looks like a fuck boy this is my introduction for him because he's shit at saying it himself <laughs> tyson why would has... i just come out there and say that of myself well let's paint 
a mental picture. Let's have a brief pause, okay? So, picture this, ladies. Tall, muscles, abs, tattoos, nice eyes, just overall athlete, basketball player, in business. You're in business, right? Of course. Business. <laughs> so, the just the whole nine yards of what a girl would see at a bar and say, wow, he's going to ruin my life. Tyson, <laughs> you know that's true. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Tyson has been single for some time now. Are you talking to anyone? Yes, indeed I am. Well, there goes all of your hearts, ladies. He is not single <laughs> right now. So, Tyson, let's talk about the stigma around men. What are your thoughts on it? Because I'm sure you're aware of it. Are you even aware of it? Take, take your <laughs> wait, time. Wait, wait. Take your no, time. no, no. Clarify yourself. Kate, what is the general view that girls have about men? It's not a hard question. <laughs> Talk a little bit about the whole men are trash situation that girls keep saying. What do you feel about that? How do you feel about that? Well, my take personally on it, I mean, obviously some men definitely are. And I mean, some girls are definitely agreeable in the same way on their side too. But I mean, a stigma to cover over all men, I don't think is totally true. I mean, there's definitely a lot of people, including myself, I don't think that fit that stigma when girls think that it's they see one they have one bad experience or something like that and they kind of classify all men or in their case boys as that stigma as in assholes or they're fuck boys or they're not worth it and all that fun stuff but i feel there's a good population that um would beg to say otherwise and they just haven't really found that yet wow tyson you're 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 talking as if it's an essay (laughs) I thought that was spectacular. If you ask no, me. no, it's good. It's good. Like, it's good. Um, has a girl ever had, like, a past experience and kind of looked at you in a sense that you were a fuckboy, not because of who you are, but because of the past experience that they had? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, when they first come into it, they think that, and it definitely stops some situations from happening, say, because it's just kind of like they just keep relying on that stigma of you and it's like it almost takes too much energy to prove them otherwise but i mean ones that almost take it in and they've only had those past experiences they almost just say like like not that you're too good or something like that but it's like they've never been treated that way so they don't know how to act yeah so it's almost like it's either you be an asshole and kind of go with the the view of they have of men at that point or you try and break it and they don't really believe it. It's definitely a, a weird position to be in. Yeah, for sure. And have you ever taken that douchey route of, you know what, fuck this. Like, girls think of me like this. I'm going to act this way. I mean, I'm not proud of it. But there's been a few I have. But I mean, I wouldn't say that's who I am. In general, I could, I know you could testify. There's been a few where I know I wasn't acting myself for, say, a few months or something like that. And I did take a few routes like that, but you were a dick. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, that just made it more clear that that's not who I am. So, 
Yeah. And do you think guys get stuck in that way and they just become so used to being an asshole because of what people say? Or is it just like kind of like you where you're just like, you know what? I don't want to be this person. Or do you think guys are just fucking assholes in general? Well, I mean, some people, I I feel like some guys definitely just are naturally Mm -hmm. douchebags or assholes. But I mean, I feel like a lot of it is through past experiences. Like, say, after a lot of my past experiences, uh, the few months after that, I kind of was. And I feel like for the other guys that are out there um, that, say, go through some difficult times, say, with girls or something like that, uh, they naturally turn into an asshole after because, like, they just put their guard up and become like shelled up so they don't really want to put their feelings out there like that so they just kind of bring the other side on the other gender kind of thing as a way of defense so you let's talk about this let's talk about the past tyson Mm. blast from the past okay love that we have to because on life's a bitch but i'm an asshole we have to address our past experiences and how we came out of that funk i guess right (laughs) So, has a girl ever fucked you over? Oh, big time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? So, ladies out there who just think men are fucking trash, men are assholes. Okay, look. Prime example of a boy who got fucked over hard. A lot. Tyson? (laughs) That's an understatement for sure. (laughs) That is an understatement. I was one of them. But we don't need to talk about that. That's very true. (laughs) Um, I'm sorry, Tyson. (laughs) I love you. It's all love now. Um, but yeah, so let's talk about a time that you genuinely felt like you loved a person or you, okay, let's start with this. Have you been in love? Yes. And have you been heartbroken? Of course. How do you crawl your way out of that? What happened? Give us a little background information on who you are. I mean, a lot of it just takes time putting yourself in different experiences after that to try and get yourself out but i mean like not turning into like say a fuck boy or just like going out and being like horned up or something like that but like just taking a lot of time to say focus on yourself and kind of putting yourself more first where say in that past relationship you say love them so much that you start putting them first and then something like that happens after the fact it's just putting yourself first and uh trying to better yourself because at the end of the day you're really the only person that you have wise (laughs) wise words so can you touch on a little bit about what happened to you kind of what happened to you just in case somebody else out there has experienced the same situation as you i mean without take your time (laughs) (laughs) one of the biggest moments say something like that happened to me was say Long distance, I find, is one of the toughest things. Yeah. Um, Unless you're, like, both mutually on the same pages about, like, damn near everything in the relationship, um, it's definitely going to make the long distance relationship a lot harder. Especially, say, if it's only in, like, the beginning stages, say. Something like that, if it does go south, uh, that's a really tough situation to be in. Because it's not like, say, if you're away from home, too, at school which I have been for the last Mm -hmm. three years, and say a situation like that happens, it definitely brings you in a a tough situation to be in when you're all by yourself because you don't really have anyone to turn around to. You don't really have, like, those best buddies or your mom or your parents or or your brother or sister to turn to that you're so close. And your girlfriend just isn't easily accessible. 
Yeah, or if something goes south, I mean, you don't really have that at all anymore. So say that person that was like been your rock or uh, aren't really there for you, it kind of sits you in the corner and you have to realize what's going on, take care of yourself and find some passions that you're pretty passionate about. Say going to the gym or like myself, making music or anything like that. It's um, just the way to get your head out of the what's what's truly going on behind the scenes. But and just putting yourself out there to see meet new people or something like that. So, yeah. And what is your advice to somebody in a long distance relationship? Because I know a lot of people like myself, I can actually do long distance. Honestly, I prefer it, but I'm not going to give my opinion on that because, <laughs> Oh, come on. It's, it's too sad now. Okay. Okay. I just think I'm not a clingy person. Not that anybody cares, but I like having <laughs> <laughs> two different contrasting beings on the podcast because Tyson I, you're not clingy, but you definitely enjoy talking. I show to... more affection than say someone like you would. It, that's yeah. an understatement. That is in fact an <laughs> understatement. Whoa. Um, but yeah, no, not on your part. I mean, I like. Okay, yeah, I'm just digging just... myself. Into a yeah, you're digging yourself in a hole here. <laughs> you're Let's great. just say you didn't have feelings for a few years uh, at okay. all. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. That was too deep. That wasn't towards that situation. That was in the general situation. Okay. Okay. Um my <laughs> my opinion on <laughs> fuck you, Tyson. On long distance relationships is I think that you have to have kind of done it before to be okay with it in a sense. I have done long distance for a while not just with relationships but with friendships and you kind of have to like Tyson said have these different activities that you enjoy doing by yourself that don't revolve around your significant other because that will definitely take a lot of time out of thinking about the person all the time and avoiding that clinginess factor you know what I'm saying yeah for sure because, like, you understand, and I, I have talked to Tyson when he was in certain long-distance relationships, um, he didn't really have all these things that he enjoyed doing at the time, so you always wanted to talk to the significant other, which is fine, because you're bored. You're bored, yeah. and you love the person, you want to talk to them, but because they have a life of their own now, without you, you don't know what they're up to, you know? You can't just rely on... Are they going to text me? When are they going to text me? When can I call them? You have to build a life that's also with yourself. And that's when balance comes in, right? For sure. Okay. So what's how do you view women? Because a lot of the time, women think, you know, especially when it comes to society we're in, right? With Tinder and apps, right? And all of that stuff. It's so easily accessible to be like, what's she looking for? Sex, relationship, Oh my god, it's a relationship. I'm gonna run. Okay, sex. That's cool. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. How do you view it? Especially if have you been on dating apps before? Yes, for sure. But like, I've definitely used them as more of a game rather than a serious thing, which is kind of funny. Well, that but... just sounds awful. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, okay, that's totally out of context. I don't... As in a game, I kind of use it as like I just kind of swipe through it. I don't actually like just mm -hmm. kind of like just scrolling it through just to see who's on there in general. Yeah, but I mean, I've really used it. Like, I've never hooked up or met with anybody off Tinder, really. Where a lot of people are 
uh, like how they could be viewed today as in like a lot of girls think that they're viewed as objects where it's like dating apps make it a lot more easy say for that to be a, a standpoint that a person could take at this point in time it's like evolving say they go on tinder they're just going for what they want so if they don't want a relationship say if they just want that next quick fix right there they're just going swiping across and say they're going to meet them up and say that girl could have other intentions say want relationship or something like that and that guy doesn't really want anything more than just a simple tinder hookup after that mm-hmm. i find dating apps have definitely created a big weird stigma around like how people get viewed at this point yeah and so how because a lot of girls whenever they use tinder and dating apps and stuff like that and they do go hook up with somebody because the guy makes them feel like there could be potentially something more because that does happen i guess from talking from a girl's point of view too what do you look for in a girl because i find a lot of the time girls think i have to do this to make a guy want me or i have to play mind games to make a guy want me or i have to do this or i have to look a certain way but let's hear what you actually look for in a girl what do you like from a nice guy's point of view ladies an actual <laughs> nice guy that will treat you right not a fuck boy um it's it's funny that you say the mind game thing that's that's probably one of the most toxic traits that i've ever found there you before. go there you go tyson do you like yeah. when a girl ignores you no, just for like in purposes of just playing mind games, just so they could like say build your attention for them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Like it's when I look for someone, it's someone that's completely real, and all the actions that they're doing are just based straight, like strictly off of like what they want or like the compassion in their heart. Not really like because they're trying to set you up in this perfect plan where like you're all about them and then they get no feelings and they could just leave whenever they want or something like that. It's kind of like manipulative. Yeah. And some girls say, or even males, I know a few that have done that too. Uh, People that manipulate other people just to get what they want out of it. Never really truly works at the end. Like someone is always going to get hurt. And yeah, no, I completely get that. And especially I see on TikTok all the time, like, videos of people do you see those videos of people being like oh this is what you should do to win a guy over or this is what you should do to win a girl over and it's all toxic please don't listen to that yeah um they'll see it and they're like oh my god like that's what i need to do now and it's like say from a guy's point of view it's like yeah if you're doing it just because an app told you it's not doing it because you really want to or that's who you are you're just trying to portray yourself as someone else and it's like that's what's going to see through that. So Yeah. I, was I mean, I just say. am staying to who you really are. Exactly. People, don't try and be somebody that you're not. Because like Tyson said, it's going to show through definitely prominently within five, six months if you try really hard. Yeah. If you're not a clingy person and you try and be... I'll take me for example. I tried to do the whole softness in a relationship. And sometimes it's just not for a person. Don't say you're broken. Don't think that you're the only one out there because trust me, it is very difficult to change yourself for somebody else. And you should never change yourself for somebody else. And you should never change yourself to try and win over someone in general. So if you like attention, if you like the whole, I want somebody to cuddle me at night or 
go on pumpkin patch dates or whatever and you try and pretend that you don't like those things what relationship are you starting off with it's just based on lies yeah and there's plenty of people out there so like you're bound to come across people that would say like the same things that you like in that case exactly tyson do you prefer girls that are quieter quieter people in general or the party life the party girls the wilder girls um definitely my preference i definitely prefer like more of a quiet person but i mean with glimpses of like they can be outgoing yeah stuff with like they still can like say go out and have a good time and not just kind of like sitting there and just like doing nothing but like Mm -hmm. like in general i would definitely prefer more of like a quiet person but like yeah it always it's nice to have like a good medium balance with them yeah, someone I... that can be quiet with you and like have some really like serious talks and stuff like that. But say on those like off nights, say that you do want to go out and stuff like that, they do know how to have a good time. Definitely makes it a lot more enjoyable. That's a thing, right? And we also associate clubs and bars and stuff like that with. I mean, a lot of the time, it's very much the single life. You know, when you break up with somebody, it's always like, let's go to the bar. You know, let's get your mind off it. Let's go to the club. Let's get your mind off it. So. Whenever you think about somebody that is kind of more quiet, and I'm the same way. I love people that kind of keep to themselves. I myself am like that. And I think you observe a lot more when you are alone and when you are independent. It doesn't mean that they can't go out, but they are sure of themselves enough to handle their own, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I mean, for myself in general, like, I know I'm definitely a lot more quiet, say, when I go out. Like, there's going to be those odd nights. Whenever you start drinking a lot more, you start becoming a lot more outgoing. Mm-hmm. And that's about the ballsiest, like, I'm going to start getting whenever I actually yeah. drink into me. <laughs> when you're out, say, at a bar, the most outgoing people are always the, say, the nice, quiet ones. Say, the more outgoing, kind of, like, more the douchey ones, just because that's naturally the personality. Not mm-hmm. saying that naturally outgoing People, people are, douche are bags. douchebags, but like yeah. in most cases, say like they do have a good amount of glimpses, say that they are. And I'm sure by themselves, they, they're good people and really nice. But I mean, to say on the nice guy kind of point of view, I mean, I'm not always say the most outgoing. So it's not like at the bar or something like that. I'm always just going to go up to people and be like, oh, like, how are you? Like, can I buy a drink for you? And that kind of stuff. Yeah. It kind of takes more building on like outside of the bar like scenario banter yeah yeah like, for me to actually like be ballsy enough to actually say do that with someone i don't really know mm-hmm. so i mean i would say just nice guys aren't really just gonna like show up to you left right and center where a lot of people are like oh my god nice guys aren't really out there it's just they're not gonna just come up to you there and just present themselves there at your front door and be like hey how oh are my you? god <laughs> yeah that's the thing that i find a lot of people don't understand why most of the time girls end up with douchebags because the nice guys there are like ladies there are nice guys out there there really are but you have to kind of look through all of those i like the mental image that i have is just like all of those like front pieces of like the freaking you know what i'm talking about jason where it's just like like you're talking like this big like friend group kind of thing where like there's those head hunt like not head hunts but like those really outgoing people 
but then there's always those people in the back say that are with them so they know how to like you know they're with the boys and all this kind of stuff not a good time but like they're not the outgoing preachers where it's like maybe some girls should be going for those kind of guys that say why was i literally i was literally no i was literally i completely understand that that mental picture they were painting but i was thinking like call of duty (laughs) okay this is a weird (laughs) this is really weird but okay in video games right uh like infantry people on the the, the foreground just like always going doing that assault rifle like right on the ground just killing everybody but then you got the snipers okay (laughs) and like this is what i'm trying to say the snipers you never see them but they are the ones that win the game do you know what i'm saying yeah like they're kind of hidden back there but like they're kind of most appreciated exactly my sniper analogy with men always go for a sniper because they know what they want they probably have seen you before you've seen them they just are waiting for the right moment. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I... Whereas all of those, sorry, those like individual little infantry maths are all running around trying to get a kill when they end up getting shot. But it's always a sniper that has one person in mind. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I could say, I know I do it myself and you kind of mentioned it, touched on it earlier, like observing a lot like mm-hmm. i could tell like i'm definitely a big observer like i'll be you know I'll be playing beer pong and stuff like that but like i observe a lot of what just people are doing and how people mm-hmm. move how people act i could tell a lot about a person before i even say talk to them just about how they move yeah. and how they talk to other people do you see a girl before they see you almost and you're like huh like i actually like her or like you see a girl in a group of girls and you you like you take fancy on one of them do you know what I mean? But you don't really make it known. You don't really obnoxiously go up to them. Because guys, girls, that's the worst. Is when somebody goes up to you, this flamboyant ass, <laughs> like just in your face. Let's buy you a Rona. Let's buy you a shot. Like, great. That's cool. I'll take advantage of your money. And then I'll leave. And then go seek somebody else that is worth my time, in a sense. I've definitely found myself observing, say, people for like a certain person for a while or something like that. Just to see how they truly are truly knowing like trying to see all aspects of them before you just kind of go up there and get yourself into something that you don't really know what you're getting yourself into yeah it's definitely like a wolf's mentality almost like i really like i don't know even in social media whenever i'm most attracted to a guy is whenever they don't constantly post something all the time you know tyson you're great at that (laughs) (laughs) you're like completely dry for like years on end but i mean there's something mysterious about a guy that just isn't in your face all the time, isn't constantly posting. There's something about a guy that has one glass of whiskey. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. Not these guys that are shooting back 12 shots for the boys, you know, jumping off roofs, mattress surfing, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's kind of like, say, even if you're in a relationship and they're like independent enough, they're like, not like in an asshole way, but they're like, I don't like, not that like, I don't need you to do that. Yeah. And it's yeah. kind of like, damn, like that's, that's kind of hot. Like it's kind of sick. It is. Yeah. Because you don't really need the person. You love them, but you also respect that you guys have different lives. And also, if you have, like, your only personality trait is being drunk, or you, your personality only comes out when you're drunk, or you have a substance 
in you I mean how do you function in the real world like you really need to be alone with yourself and you need to figure your shit out by yourself because that's the best way to attract somebody in my opinion so we're gonna get into some questions if that's okay Tyson yeah sounds (laughs) great to me does body count actually matter when you talk to a girl in your opinion like it does but it doesn't i mean like it does if it's like super kind of crazy like like if you're talking absurd (laughs) numbers yeah Yeah. like if say if you're say still in high school say you're in like senior year or something like that and Mm. you're talking to someone and they're like hey what's your body count they say like say 60 or something like that like that's kind of absurd that's That's, crazy that's that's when questions start coming out but i mean like if it's something reasonable (laughs) Then, like, it absolutely doesn't matter. That's a question. Sorry, that's funny. <laughs> What's so funny about it? Reasonable? That's one question. I don't know why that's funny. I just, I just picture, like, somebody, like, you're talking to a girl in high school, and you're just like, oh, how many kills do you have? And then you're like, and they say like, oh, like 64, and your eyes <laughs> You're go, just like, oh, hell no. <laughs> like, wait, what? Yeah. How old are you? Yeah, like, um, how many lifetimes have you lived? So <laughs> nine lives. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, I completely get that, though, where body count, I mean... To a certain extent, I feel like a lot of girls think guys with a high body account, body count think, wow, they're really experienced. Do you think that way about girls? Where you could have a better sexual experience because they have a high body count? I mean, off the rip, like, they definitely... Off the rip, are you that Canadian? <laughs> I don't know, it just came out of my mouth and I okay, just went okay. with it. Um... It's the vaping. Nice. There it is. <laughs> There's the call out. Um, I mean, some could be basically just bluff numbers. But... Bluff numbers. Or virgins. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. Um... <laughs> so we got a question that came in anonymous- anonymously the other day. Um, and this one's pretty interesting. It's my boyfriend and I have been dating for a few months, but he never posts me. Is he hiding something? What's your opinion on that? Do you want to take the first stab at that? No, you're my guest. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not going to put your answer on that. I of am. Things. I am. But it's it's you first. Oh, shit. Mm. Shit. Yeah. I don't so- know. Like, this is this is personal here. Like, why should I run day? Someone's like going to kill someone. I'm just kidding. There could be a few things that are going on. I mean, yes, off the hop, he could, he definitely, obviously could be hiding something. But he might on the very other well hand, be, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, he might, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it depends. I feel like it depends on the type of person he is, though. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, if, like, for myself. Why didn't you say it? No, okay. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it mm. depends on who he is and how he deals with social media. If he literally has 100 followers and he never posts and his last post is grade 8 graduation, I mean, what you do you expect? Yeah, you can't expect. Like, even myself, like, I post maybe once, maybe max twice a year now. And it's like, 
I'm sure like there's a lot of people in that case where it's like they just don't choose to post everything they do or want everyone to see what's going on in their life. Like it's always a good thing to like keep what you have going on a secret, not secret, but like on the download because then not everyone's in your business. So, I mean, it could be a positive thing if you really want to look at it that way. Is I honestly take this as a sad question. Isn't it sad a little bit to you? I mean, a little. No, but in a sense But I mean, of... like, yeah. Go on. No, go to what you're going to say. I feel like I know Tyson... where you're going with it. Okay, this is the thing why I find it sad. Not that I feel bad for you. Okay, it's not that. And I know I sound like a dick about it, but why are you holding the value of your relationship and how much he posts about you? Exactly. That's what I'm trying to get at. And that might be the asshole perspective in my show, but I genuinely don't know why they have to post you. Yeah, Sometimes, like if everything's like... fine. Sorry to cut you off. There, no, no, but no, every... no go, If everything's go. fine when you're together and you have nothing else to worry about and you're choosing to worry about how much they say post about you on social media, what are you really, what do you want to like brag about what your relationship's going on to everyone else? I mean, if everything's good, I mean, I don't think you really have to show it or post it off on social media or other platforms, other people. Because if you're putting your value into this whole social media idea that you need to be this beautiful couple I don't see that working out. Yeah, there's almost. more to a relationship than just social media posts. Also, becoming obsessed with social media, you're going to creep your significant other's followers or, oh, is this girl following? And I see a lot of that. I yeah, see that a... turns into a scary thing quick. Right, Tyson? Yeah. <laughs> and you start thinking <laughs> about things, even though they're not true, and you overthink and you think, oh, my God my boyfriend's cheating on me just because a girl followed him and he followed a girl that where that may very well be true. You really need to take a step back and look at, are you overthinking or is he that type of person? Or did he give me a reason not to trust him? Vice versa. But involving social media, it's, it's always ugly almost 90% of the time. Yeah. It's never really that great. It's best if you leave it. Do guys always fall back on friends with benefits situation? What's the T? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, and that's directed to you. So I can't put my in- input. I'm not a dude. <laughs> Might I mean, as well be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at this point. I'm yeah. um, okay. What are you trying to say, Tyson? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I wouldn't say they always do. I mean. Why do they, though? Why do they? Because mm. it's something that they're comfortable with. And they just came out of something that they're comfortable with. Oh. I think it's just a sense of comfort. After the fact, say, if they get out of a relationship, they might try to rekindle things, say, with that person. I feel like after a relationship, it's the most time to like just spend by yourself and just kind of like mm-hmm. regroup yourself together rather than like immediately putting yourself... Involving someone else. Yeah. Because then if... I don't know. Like, you know, there's always a shit show that could happen, say, with the person that you just got out of a relationship and then involving other people in it. And Have they you know ever exactly been in that. one? Mm-hmm. Friends with benefits? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Want to touch on that a little bit? Who pulled back? Uh, me. Mm, why? 
Um, That's what we want on this podcast. The real deal. Because when, say, you know, the agreement's kind of made upon. And... Agreements? No, not a, well, like, you know, like a friend's Written benefits. contracts. Not a written contract. But, like, you kind of know, like, friends with benefits, like, you kind of go into it with, like, you know, like. An idea. Yeah, like, you kind of know what's going on. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what friends and benefits are for. You bang. And then if yeah. anything else comes up, like, it's kind of like from the talks at the beginning, like, that's not really what the intention's for. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I don't know. In my case, it was just kind of like they started wanting a relationship really fast after the fact. So. I mean, instead of just sticking around and hurting them so much, it's just kind of like better off to leave if that's what I know I don't want. So it can happen both to girls and guys, though. I wouldn't just signal out guys because I've had past experiences where I was the one who pulled back because the other person got feelings. Yeah, big time. <laughs> Always happens that way with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, and the thing about that is. You have to know if you are the type of person to do that. And I always say that because there are some people who just aren't meant to do that. And that's completely okay. Yeah. Like, if you get attached easily, and that's the thing, right? Know yourself. Know yourself before you get into a relationship. Know yourself before you do anything. Because if you don't know yourself, you're just jumping into a sea of sharks at that point because you don't know what's going to happen you could very well be setting yourself up for a heartbreak so you have to know i don't know if i'm making sense here but yeah, you have sure. to like you have to know a little bit about what you like and what you want and what the outcome might potentially be and if it's not exactly what you want you have to be prepared for the other circumstance that could arise from that say those indicators that you might be catching feelings or something like that And let's say something you don't want to happen. I mean, you're going to get balls deep into it and realize that you're just about to get your heart broken. So, I mean, exactly about knowing yourself. I mean, even like before you get into like any relationship or anything like that, like you're saying, like just being able to understand yourself and how like your mind would work and what you can and can't do. is probably one of the most important things that you could do before you get into anything like that. As a friend with benefits, the title itself you shouldn't be concerned about what the other person's doing because it's strictly sex. Yeah, like it's not really like your responsibility for what they're up to, nor should you really care what they're up to. Exactly. And it is kind of harsh if you think about it because you should treat people like people. But if you do put a title of friends with benefits, I mean, it is just strictly... Yeah. It's there's a wide variation of what friends with benefits could really mean and how that relationship could really look like. You have to know yourself. You have to know what you're getting into. And if you see those little indicators of why am I thinking about him? I mean, you got to tell him or you got to leave. Yeah. I mean, even going like, I feel like that's probably one of the worst situations. Like going from a relationship and then trying to be friends with benefits after that, there's such a long history where, I mean, I feel like a very small yeah. population could actually do that right. If anything, like, like I feel like after the time, say, they give themselves time to recover and they come back against actual friends, even then it'd be hard. But, like, coming back from a past like that, I just feel like it would be tough to move into a friend with benefits. I feel like after any kind of serious relationship, you kind of need time to, like, kind of get back all what you gave in. 
do yourself and, you know, do some more self-evaluation, say, after a relationship. And be an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. We talked about a lot of stuff, Tyson, didn't we? (laughs) We sure have. It's been good. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. A lot better than the start, that's for sure. Yeah, I could tell. (laughs) I'm joking. I'm joking. So all (laughs) all in all, guys, girls everybody's an asshole <laughs> no i'm joking um i mean everyone could even have yeah i, I think it's fair to yeah. say everyone has their their little their little points of being an asshole yeah no matter how nice you are yeah and that's honestly a good thing and whenever i say being an asshole i don't mean like be rude to people or whatever just kind of build a backbone for yourself that will help you get by in life and, and don't let yourself yeah. get walked over in general not every guy is a piece of shit and not every girl is a piece of shit and there very well be a lot of people out there that are but you can't say that every person's gonna hurt you the same way that a piece of shit hurt you in the past and so for that i say life is a bitch sometimes people but be an asshole (laughs) (laughs) 